0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Interactions and Attractions, a podcast that explores rural tourism and all that North Carolina has to offer. I'm your host, Carol Klein, part of the Uplift program and a tourism professor at Appalachian State University. And I am so excited to embark on this adventure with all of our listeners and special guests. In this podcast, we'll be exploring the ins and outs of the tourism industry through conversations with some of the brightest minds in the industry. From seasoned tourism experts to inspiring community leaders and valuable state partners, we'll hear their stories, insights, and passions for the destinations that they hold dear. Come along with us to discover how tourism can aid the local economy, preserve ecosystems and celebrate the diversity of our cultures. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Interactions and Attractions. Today, we are here with Mr. Chase Connor. Chase is the director of Martin County Tourism, and we'll talk about some of your other roles in just a minute, Chase, but welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks. Glad to be here.
0: We're also joined by Hessa Valle. Hessa is on the Uplift team, and she is the project coordinator. Hello, everyone. All right. So, Chase, thank you so much for being with us here today. Um, we are very excited to dig into what's going on in Martin County. Um, just a little bit of a teaser. I know there's a big event coming up next year in 2024 that we're going to be talking about. Um, but, but before we get into that, uh, tell us about your current role in the community. So, Director of Martin County Tourism, what do you do?
1: Yeah, so um, our biggest thing is just promoting and uh, pushing our region. Um, and, and that's really what I, I kind of tell everybody that, that my job is, is really just um, talking about the stories and talking about the different venues and landscapes and you know places you can visit um, in Martin County. Uh, so that's, that's what we kind of push at, at tourism. And then the other side of what we do is the economic development side is really talking about um, how do we develop our area so that travelers and visitors and and people want to live, stay, and play here.
0: Okay, awesome. And so what are some of the examples of how one might develop an area so that visitors want to come?
1: Yeah, so one of the things that we do um, in my position is we work kind of as an in-between between um, between, uh, your local officials, your your county government, um, but also your entrepreneurs and event planners and, you know, people on that scale too, and, and finding out ways that they can, um, really interact and come together as one. And that's where a lot of those development projects happen. Uh, most of the time it's not fully governmental funded. It's not fully, uh, private funded, but getting it, uh, you know, a vision together that the whole community can see. And I'm trying to get, get that project started and, and see it through.
0: Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, we have not talked about this yet on the podcast, but um, the role of a destination leader, a destination manager, destination marketer, all of those things roll into one. Um, it's very much a, a part of that role is being a catalyst um, mm-hmm. to bring the community together, to uh, discover the vision, to, to, um, to discuss the vision, to enact plans for implementing the vision and really pulling together all of the networking and resource capabilities of everyone in the community.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that's um, you know a big piece of what I do. And that's the really cool thing about working in tourism is every single county or region that you work in, that catalyst may be different. You may be acting different. You may have different priorities. You may have different projects. So it does keep the day interesting. And um You know, you're learning from people all around the world, um, on, on things that they do that you make it replicate here.
0: Yeah. You know, there, it you are learning every day like we in tourism we really do learn every day because we can't possibly know every single thing about our community so talking with all the stakeholders we're picking up little bits on the heritage or little bits on some um historic uh family feud perhaps or uh you know a program that uh worked in the 1990s and so maybe it's time to revi you know revisit that program um but also Chase, to to give you credit um, and to give all of the DLO managers credit, it takes a lot of finesse. It takes a lot of energy to interact with so many different people in the community. Anything you want to say to that?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, like even though our our community is relatively small, you know, we have 22,000 people in Martin County. That's 22,000 opinions and 22,000 visions. Uh, So yeah, working on um, really kind of communicating with everybody and talking with everyone, um, to figure out what does the mass majority want, um you know, Martin County should look like? Do we want to attract tourists?, uh, do we want to be a place where people want to live and and how to how to get that done is is those discussions? that takes takes a lot of time, definitely.
0: Yeah, it does. and 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 personal energy. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as an introvert, I will say that uh, it it takes energy um to to talk to people all day long. So you know, kudos to you.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I have to flip the switch, too. I'm an introvert as well. So <laughs> I've learned how to flip the light switch on and off and uh, yeah, get a good team around you and a good board uh, that all that's has right. the same vision. That's that's important.
0: That's right. Well, so so while we're on this topic, let's let me ask you, what are what are some of the challenges being that um, that that go to person? You you do have a great team. You do have a great board. I have met some of these people. Hessa has met some of these people at um at at uplift meetings um you are very very fortunate in that regard but you are the the director so you are the go-to person what's what are some of the challenges being the face of the dmo in your community
1: yeah so definitely being the face of um you know tourism especially in a smaller community it's a challenge because you know we don't have uh those resources that the larger markets have um so sometimes that is you know a struggle for us of Uh, we want to do a hundred different things. Um, however, uh, you know, feasibility, maybe only can do two or three of those. So trying to prioritize those and, um, really work with, uh, people from the community and, and understanding which ones are the most important. I think that's, that's the biggest piece to it. So it is a challenge, um, to really narrow down, even though there's a hundred great ideas, um, narrowing down that and making sure everybody understands why these are the projects that we're pushing. Um, I think is important or you'll lose support from across the community.
0: I love that. That is so much a a challenge. And so Chase, what is the most unique thing about your community that you think?
1: Um, I always say like we kind of have this brand, um, which is really interesting for North Carolina about um, we're in the middle of nowhere, but we're the center of everything. Um, So we have one of the um, most traveled counties in the eastern part of the state. Uh, we've got so many people coming through. We're an hour and a half from Raleigh, and an hour and a half from the Outer Banks. So we've got so many people um, traveling through our county. Uh, so it's really uh, neat that uh, if somebody does come visit here, you, know, you can go to our camping platforms or you could go on the Roanoke River and be 10 miles away from civilization, see the stars, but also you're five miles from a highway that, um, you know, has traveled, especially during the summer, you know, with, with millions of people. So it's a really cool little area that you can be in the rural country, but you're driving distance to everything. So,
0: well, yeah, so that, that's a, so that's a great segue. Where is Martin County in the state? If someone doesn't know how to get there.
1: Sure. So we are kind of like the start of the Northeastern part of North Carolina. So we are about an hour and a half from Norfolk, Virginia, Um, an hour and a half from Raleigh, an hour and a half from Outer Banks. So we're right there in that middle. Um, We're just 30 minutes down the road from East Carolina University in Greenville.
0: Nice. Very good. Very good. Um, Well, so you've been in your role over a year, um, coming up on two years, but you've been in the community for much longer than that. So so I'm going to ask you to tell our listeners a story or an example about a tourism success that you've witnessed or what it could look like in, in your community.
1: Sure. So I have a, that unique perspective of I've, I grew up in this area, um, I, you know, went off uh, to college, but decided really to really come back because of the potential that, that our region had. And um, so, yeah, I actually started out um, in Chamber of Commerce uh, doing small business development, uh, worked a little bit at the community college in uh, career centers and developing uh, students there. And then that's and then mo- most recently the tourism role. Um, but one of the, the things that uh, we've seen here, especially through my different roles, is there's a lot of entrepreneurs and individuals that has a great idea that they are willing to, you um, you know, really create their own uh, path forward. Uh, so they kind of, uh, a lot of people in Martin County blaze their own trail. You know, it, it starts with an idea and ends with a really successful uh, venture. Uh, one of the, the coolest uh, success stories that we've had in Martin County is a place called Deadwood. It started with a dad and his son that wanted to put a little uh, putt-putt course in their field uh, just for fun. So they dug, dug a pond out and built a big... Put Put area in the middle of Beargrass, which the town of Beargrass, North Carolina, only has, um, you know, forty or fifty people that live there. Um, but ultimately, they they started with that small vision, um, ended up adding a game room, ended up after that adding a little snack bar, and it grew and grew and grew uh, to today that now they host music venues. They've got a steakhouse now. They've got a, a mini roller coaster, a, a train that goes through uh, the forest in the back for different kind of uh, routes. And all of that is turned into an amusement park. Um, but it's, it's Western themed and you've got some of the best food around. So we've got travelers from all over uh, the, the eastern United States that actually have visited here. So all that started with this, was a small idea in their backyard. And, and within 20 years, it had developed into this massive tourist destination.
0: And I just love the name of the town, Beargrass.
1: Absolutely. It's such unique and got such unique history with it, too.
0: Well, so, so let's talk about you. Um, why did you go into tourism? Or or can you recall any key interactions that led you to be a part of the industry?
1: Sure. So my um, biggest kind of draw, so throughout college, I was focusing more a little bit on sustainability and extension education. Um, so that was my two kind of focuses when I was going through um, through college. And one of the the biggest things that I started picking up on, I, I volunteered back in my hometown. I helped do a couple farmers markets and worked with some local businesses, just kind of helping with their marketing things. And I realized that um, really community sustainability was my passion um, when it come to that. So. Even though my background was more in education sustainability, I kind of took those two things and said, well, that's, you know, how can we keep our community going? How can we develop our community sustainably? Um, and that's kind of where I took, took my role into tourism. Um, over the last few years, I've been um, gearing up for really understanding uh, what makes our community thrive. And tourism is one of those big pieces that without tourism, it's, it's about 4% of our GDP in Martin County. Um, without tourism, we would really struggle as a community. Our, 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 a lot of our restaurants and hotels would not, you know, obviously be here if it wasn't for all the travelers coming through. So I felt like that was a very important part of continuing the sustainability of our community. So that's why I wanted to jump into tourism, and um, I've loved it ever since.
0: That's so cool, Chase. I didn't know, or I didn't remember that that. Uh in common, um, history that we had because, you know, I'm, I'm very much, uh, was brought up in the college of natural resources Mm -hmm. at at North Carolina state, go Wolfpack and, Mm -hmm. um, and, and the type of tourism that is taught there, uh, is sustainable tourism. And I worked for many years for the extension service. So I, I, I didn't remember that. All right. I, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's very similar then. I have, um, I'm also getting my master's there currently in tourism management. So yeah, always go Wolfpack.
0: Yeah, PRTM. <laughs> um, and so Chase, so we have really enjoyed uh, getting to know Martin County and uh, visiting and just, you know, working with so many wonderful people. But uh, what are you hoping to get out of the partnership with Uplift?
1: Yeah, I think going into it initially, um, you know, it was something new and something that we had needed in our smaller areas of like I mentioned earlier, we are, we're only a staff of two. We don't have um, a lot of resources and really it's time. Um, when we have a hundred different people um, having a hundred different ideas, uh, we're just one or two people. So actually being able to um, have Uplift there as a support system um, of, I love the, the answer of, I don't know how to help you right now, but I know somebody who does. <laughs> and that's kind of the, the goal of Uplift is it may be, um, one person may not have the answer, but we're, we're going to find it for you. Um, so that's that's what I'm really looking forward to getting out of Uplift. Um, and I think that's what we've gotten so far. I had a lot of entrepreneurs and different ideas that have, you know, tossed around things. And, and instead of us, um, you know, having to take that, that um, extra time per week, we're actually able to send it to experts and um, really get some outside perspective, which is helpful in smaller communities. Sometimes you get stuck in the loop. Um, so getting that outside perspective has been super helpful um, from Uplift.
0: Yeah, it really takes um, an inside perspective and an outside perspective to do any sort of entrepreneurial or or tourism um, planning and, and development. We we all tend to take for granted what we see every day, and um, it, it does take that outside appreciation uh, and, and and visitors ooing and awing over the things that we just are normal to us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, one of the pieces that I love about my job is visitors uh, are coming here because they love this area they they think it's unique they think it's awesome you know some people that's lived here all their life sometimes get stuck down and, and uh, lose lose sight of how special it is so that's being right. able to tell those stories and get the visitors here to to um, bring positivity that's that's always great
0: that's right well so so this episode will air um yeah. We're just going to say later in the fall. Um, so so I'm going to ask you to please share with us some of the upcoming events happening in your community. And I'm assuming you might tell us about one in, uh, happening in 2024.
1: Yes. So our big fall, and, and this is what I always tell people, even if you can't make it this fall, next fall we're going to have the same events. But our, we've got some big festivals. Um, now we're up to six festivals in Martin County, which is awesome. That was, wow. we had two two during COVID and now we're back up to six. So that's been a challenge, but an awesome opportunity. Um, But for the first time this year, um, they're doing the Roanoke River Festival in Hamilton. Um, That's gonna be this year on September 23rd. Um, That is a really cool event that's gonna draw in the history of Hamilton, but also a lot of the history of the Roanoke River um, and and really showcasing all the historic properties along um, uh, Hamilton's uh, downtown area. Um, Every year we have the Carolina Country Stampede, which is our largest music festival in the county. Um, They do it the last weekend of September every year. So the 29th and 30th is is this year, and they bring in a large um, country band on Saturday night, a large beach music band on Friday night, and then gospel music throughout the day on Saturday. So it's a a fun event with different types of music for everybody, uh, vendors, local flair. Um, And then I know uh, Beargrass is having their Chicken Mole Festival and everybody's like, what is chicken mole?" And that is a good question. <laughs> but um, it's basically kind of like a chicken pastry or chicken and rice, but it's crackers based. So it's a little bit different. Uh, it's a really uh, unique food that is just uh, made in, in bear grass and farm life communities. So definitely, that's a unique festival to come out and, and uh, grab some great food and have some great music as well. That's on October 28th of this year. Um, but those... Those festivals are some of our our key ones coming through. But our big, big one that we're looking forward to is uh, Martin County is turning 250 years old on March 14th of 2024. So that 250th celebration, we're drawing in people from every town and every community, really working towards having um, a celebration and really uh, bringing in the history and heritage and stories from everybody um, to really just even not just celebrating the year. But, so people can look back on it and understand you know where we've come from and and uh, people, hopefully fifty years from now, will be able to look back and and see those stories. So we're really looking forward to that we're We're underway planning for that. Um, we'll have a big weekend kickoff event and we'll have branding throughout the whole year on Martin County's two hundred and fiftieth.
0: That's amazing. So we in the show notes we'll have um, you know your website and anything else you want to put in there about the two hundred fiftieth anniversary. Are you personally going to be talking about what it was like when you were there and you founded the the county two hundred fifty years ago?
1: Uh, we'll have somebody there, maybe. But it will be a lot of fun. I, I know. Um, I said uh, myself, and then uh, the county has really told ta- uh, really wanted to to make this a community-led event. Um, You know, it is the county's birthday, but we want stories from everybody of what they feel like Martin County contributed to them and their stories of growing up in Martin County. So uh, I think that's a, a really a, a cool way to do it, and and also um you know we got to have birthday cakes. so that's a big piece. Of oh
0: the yeah, oh yeah. And and Hessa and I had the privilege of being uh, present at a meeting where there was some planning going on, and that room was packed. It really was full of people ready to go to celebrate 250 years of Martin County.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're excited to keep those keep those meetings going. Um, there's a lot of excitement in that room, which is great
0: one of the things that i find so special about martin county there's a, a lot of things um but we, but we talked about bear grass um you know each of the towns in martin county i'm gonna i'm gonna name them okay let me let me know if i like leave anybody out because i don't want to there's Hassel, there's parmalee, parmalee oak city hamilton everett's Beargrass, jamesville robertsonville and then of course the county seat of Williamston. did did i get them all that is amazing. One of the things that's so special is that all the mayors, all the mayors are like this close knit group. Um it is I've never seen it before, honestly. They they meet regularly.
1: Yes, they meet every month. It is rare. Um I've I've done some work in other communities and talked with people in other communities. It's very rare to see nine towns and the mayors work together so well. They they do every um Every Christmas they do a, uh, they in their parade together. They do a little uh, concert um, in the, the commons in the area downtown. Uh, they, they do events together throughout the whole year. So I guess it's just something unique about, you know, uh, uh, Miss Charlotte, the mayor of Beargrass said that um, there's there's no strangers. It, we just haven't met them yet. And, and that's such yeah. a great, that's a great comment, kind of how a lot of our mayors feel. So that's a, it's a great part of our community
0: it's i mean i was just blown away when the first time i saw all the mayors together and they were they were talking to each other like they were just best friends and supporting one another and respecting one another but 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 very very friendly and and loving, and we felt so welcome. Like you said, you know, we we were strangers at hello, and by the time we left, we were part of the family. Oh my so gosh, it yeah. felt so so nice. I think we were talking to Miss Char- Mayor Charlotte mm-hmm. for a little bit after after that meeting. She was filling us in. Absolutely,
1: yeah, that's such a fun thing about our area, and um, and you know, we, we're competitive. We we like our town's better than your town, you know, those kind of things. But that's what makes a family family. So it's Tell a lot of
0: competition here and there is fine. right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Chase, is there anything else that we should be asking you that we've we've left out? Anything you want to put out there to the world?
1: I think I mean, we've covered a lot today. I think it's been a, a great intro into Martin County and what we do. Um, our biggest focus is really, and, and what we try to encourage a lot of people is, you've got to see tourism as economic development, um, mm-hmm. and you've also got to look at it of working <laughs> together regionally because if you don't work together regionally, then, then, you know, you're doomed from the beginning. So that's, that's two of the things that we've really embodied over the last year, two years is, is making sure it's development and making sure that it's a regional focus.
0: That's right. I mean, the visitor doesn't know or care about the county lines and, um, and, and man, I just want to say, there's so many great natural resources in, in your county and in your region. And so many reasons to visit Martin County. Like you said, it's a, Half an, an hour and a half from, did you say Roanoke? An hour and a half from Raleigh. An hour and a half from the Outer Banks, and a, and a half an hour from uh, Greenville, North Carolina. Is that, is that right?
1: Yes. Yeah, so That's we're we're pretty much center of everything, but middle of nowhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's easy great. to get to. Um, well, okay. So last question, Chase. Mm-hmm. Last question. It's a tough one, and I'm I'm tough when I ask it. All right. I'm a hard hitting reporter. I want you to name your
1: so mine it's it's gonna be a little hidden gem it's in my opinion it's not that far down the road it's not in our county but one of the coolest things um about kind of living in the inner banks region of of the state of um my favorite place to go visit is a little town um historic bath north carolina it was the first port town the home of blackbeard the pirate um but they have such unique local history um and uh, they have something called bath fest every year that's um music right on right on the river um it's and it celebrates a lot of the the local historic things of 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 that town um little little ice cream place little breakfast place there Um, and then also you can hop on your boat and be in Bellhaven or washington in about 30 minutes so it's a fun little place to go hop from from uh, ice cream parlor to ice cream parlor, or bar to bar, depending how you know. Good old
0: Edward, teach.
1: Yep. Nice. Yep, well, thank you,
0: thank you for not fighting me on on the one attraction. Sometimes I I get some some pushback, so thank you. You're you're a, a fabulous guest, Chase. We <laughs> we <you>. really <laughs> appreciate you being here. We want everyone to celebrate uh, Martin County's 250th birthday with birthday cake. How big is this birthday cake going to be?
1: I don't know. There was rumors that we may get one big enough for Miss Charlotte, uh, the mayor of Beargrass, to try to jump out of. So that's 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 out there. Yeah,
0: that's that's that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Like, I mean, if how many visitors do you want? I mean, how many? So, like, let's say you want, I don't know. 20,000 visitors, 10,000, 30,000, you know, whatever that number is. Now we have to calculate how big that cake or cakes has to be. So I hope you've got somebody working on that.
1: Yeah. Thankfully we got some really good local bakeries and little sweet spots. So maybe I'll get their heads together. Maybe and We you can, can figure hit it out. get the
0: world record for the biggest cake in the two hundredth anniversary. That oh,
1: that'd be fun. That would Chase, be.
0: thank you so much for being here with us, and um, and we look forward to to seeing you uh, during the Martin County 250th celebration.
1: Sounds great. Looking forward to it, and I appreciate all all y'all do, and and appreciate being a part of this today.
0: Thank you, Chase. Good to see you. That's all we have today on Interactions and Attractions. Thank you all for joining us. Stay tuned every Monday and Friday for new releases and be sure to stay updated on what Uplift is doing through our social media. The Uplift program is funded under award 047907689 from the Economic Development Administration, U.S. Department of Commerce. The conversations, insights, and recommendations are those of the podcast production team and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Economic Development Administration or the U.S. Department of Commerce.